Hi everyone. This podcast is going to be specific to the pharmacology of antidepressants, mood stabilizers, and anxiolytics. The first class of antidepressants are the uh, TCAs or the tricyclics. This is um, um, an example of this class is amitriptyline. Uh, it inhibits uptake of norepinephrine and 5-HT. Um, and um, potential um, side effects um, are actually are a little high with this. So the what we're trying to do is decrease the depression symptoms. But remember when we talked about this before that TCAs are give you an increased risk of suicidal ideations if you've had these in the past, um, but also have carried out uh, these actions in the past as well. So education that comes along with TCA administration is at the beginning, we need to uh, ask and verify any history of those um, issues or attempts, uh, and then know that in the first uh, three months or so, that the individual taking the uh, medication is at increased risk for that again. So measures, uh, other side effects of TCAs include orthostatic hypotension. Uh, It has an anticholinergic side effect. Um, And some individuals uh, feel that the TCAs can be pretty sedating. So maybe nocturnal dosing could be beneficial. So uh, ways to minimize these adverse reactions could be to uh, avoid other medications that can cause anticholinergic effects. Um, And we know these as, you know, uh, main one is like diphenhydramine uh, and others. Um, Also, we want to avoid other CNS depressants to decrease the chance of hazardous uh, sedation. The next class are the uh, MAOIs. Uh, So Marplan or Nardil, these drugs do really very well for depression, but have a very high side effect profile if the medications are given really with any other meds. Uh, It really has to be the perfect patient that um, knows not to take any other over-the-counter medications or any prescriptive medications uh, until they have discussed taking it with uh, the MAOI. So barbiturates, tricyclic antidepressants, antihistamines, CNS depressants, antihypertensive, and over-the-counter medications, none of those should be given to a patient who is on an MAOI. Um, Also, they need to avoid uh, aged cheese, wine, and pickled foods. Um, All of these can cause sweating, tremors, dizziness, increased blood pressure, and palpitations. Fluoxetine is an SSRI, which is our next uh, prototype. Um, It results, uh, it inhibits the 5-HT reuptake results in an increased availability and intensified transmission at postsynaptic sites. Um, we need to uh, make sure that we discuss with these patients, again, 
the risk for uh, increased suicidality and also understanding that these medications should not be stopped abruptly. Um, if they are stopped abruptly, they can have what's called serotonin reuptake inhibitor withdrawal or discontinuation syndrome. Um, it can persist for about one to two weeks. Uh, the severity of the symptoms are based upon the duration that they have been on the SSR or the serotonin, uh, excuse me, the SSRI, the, uh, the amount of dosage, so the milligrams that they were on and the half-life of the SSRI that they were on. So the symptoms include um, headache, anxiety, irritability, GI upset, and almost can feel like uh, flu-like symptoms. So the uh, next section is uh, for mood stabilizers. And our drug that we talked about uh, in class uh, was uh, lithium. So one thing that you have to understand is that lithium and sodium have a direct relationship. So we need to make sure that we're uh, evaluating a BMP prior to the initiation of lithium, uh, but also that they need to maintain uh, their fluid intake and sodium intake at consistent levels. So the lithium will have consistent symptoms or consistent control of their symptoms, excuse me. So it is a mood stabilizer. Um, uh, the main thing with lithium to understand is that uh, lithium toxicity uh, is a real thing. So it has a narrow therapeutic index. Um, and so for this, we can check lithium levels and this needs to be done um, um, any at the initiation, probably more frequently than um, every three months. Uh, but in the acute care setting, when an, individ an individual comes in with lithium toxicity symptoms and they're on lithium, um, they could be as vague as nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. Uh, they could be thirsty. Uh, they could have slurred speech. They could have a fine tremor blurry vision, ringing in the ears, uh, but also could uh, be so far as coma and potential death as well. So realistically, anyone that's coming into the emergency room that's on lithium and they're having vague complaints of something, we're going to spot check a, um, a lithium level to make sure that they're not toxic. Um, benzodiazepines is uh, the next class. This is the anxiolytic medication. We've talked about uh, anxiolytic or benzodiazepines in multiple settings now, uh, but um, going back and understanding that the side effect profile is the main thing that we're looking at with the benzodiazepine. So the sedative effect, it can affect the blood pressure, it can affect the heart rate as well, it could decrease the respiratory rate, secondary effects on the oxygen saturation will happen. These medications can be given IMPO uh, rectally um, and uh, can and usually are also given for abortive therapy for active seizures. So a wide, array, a wide range of, uh, of uses or indications for benzodiazepines, but these are the ones that we need to stay away from if they're on opioids or other medications that have um, the... the um, concern with giving um, that initial medication with any 
type of CNS depressant, as we know that benzodiazepines are an absolute CNS depressant.